0: We know the story of Gideon, Gideon 300, right? He had to reduce the size of his army because God said, Oh no, no man's going to get the glory. You still have too many men. Reduced it to 300. Let me tell you. With the barley loaf going down the hill, overhearing a dream, God says, I will speak to you. I will give you strength and encouragement, for your enemies that you see surrounding you shall not prevail against you. They may be around you, you may be surrounded by them, but we know from the story in Elijah that God says, I have a warrior, I have chariots of fire surrounding you. You're surrounded by them and you're outnumbered, even though you may not see it. Even though you may not see it, barley, which represents an inferior wheat. Israel, smaller in number. We, smaller in number, but not insignificant and not powerless. For if God is going to take a man with, with a massive army and reduce that army down to 300, because God wants to get the glory, what is God going to do in your life? What do you think he's doing in your life right now? Come on, God is the way. He's, we've been singing about it all morning long. Yeah. Victory, 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 yeah. Right. Let's back up here a little bit to verse 7. So 7, 7. Judges 7, 7. Then the Lord said to Gideon, by the 300 men who have lapped, he says, I will save you and deliver the Midianites into your hands. Has God already been previous to you? Has he already spoken some things to you? Just because the heat got turned up, does that mean that you listen to the assignments of the enemy and the circumstances? Or do you remember? Do we remember the word of the Lord instead? We're going to remember the word of the Lord instead. And what did the Lord say? Stand still and see. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still, saints. I haven't changed my mind, saith the Lord God. Just because it seems like maybe you're defeated, are you? Absolutely not. Never, no, never, no, never. Let's continue to read here because I'll tell you from the very beginning. Even of this COVID thing, the Lord continued to say, and I've preached it a few times about Gideon 300, that God will have his men, his army, standing in the midst of a massive army, but the minor, the smaller, is going to outnumber and outwit the larger. But you've got to have faith and ears to hear and eyes to see and we do, amen, do I get an amen, can I get an, yes, okay, we're in sync here, so the Lord says to Gideon, by those 300 men, he says, I'm going to deliver your enemies, the Midianites, into your hand, I want you to say it over yourself, the Lord is going to deliver my enemies into my hand, I want you to look at your hand right now, and say, and say, Lord, I thank you for blessing my hands and I thank you that you're delivering the enemies right into my hands. In other words, God's going to give you the wisdom. God's going to give you the the know-how. He's going to give you the the, the ability to know exactly what to do and when to do it. Amen? Wisdom from God. We don't want wisdom from man. Wisdom from God and that's what he gives to all that ask, right? So verse 8, so he took provisions and the trumpets in their hand and you know when we're speaking out, what do we? We're trumpeting. When we're singing out, when I say make that declaration, you're declaring. You're trumpeting the word of the Lord, and that's who we are, trumpeters of the Lord. So he says, he says, uh, take the, rev- the provisions and the trumpets in hand, and he says, and he, sent, and he sent away all the rest of Israel, every man to his tent, and retained those three hundred men. Verse nine. It happened on the same night that the Lord said to him, Go down against the camp, for I have delivered it into your hand. Arise, and we've been speaking, church, arise. God has delivered your enemies right into your hands. In the name of Jesus, we are not the group of the defeated four. Instead, we rise up and we say, we are victorious because of one man. Because of one man, the man Christ Jesus. Because of what he did, we stand. We are victorious, Right? But look at the mercies of God. Look at the mercies of God in the very next scripture, verse 10. But if you are afraid, isn't God good? He already said you're gonna be victorious. He already said, I want you to reduce the size of that army because I'm gonna get the glory. But then, look at the mercies of God. He, verse 10, But if you are afraid to go down, go, go down to the camp with Purah, your servant, and you shall hear what they say. I'm going to basically let you eavesdrop. I'm going to basically let you hear the conversations that they have in their bedroom. Sound familiar? Basically, I'm going to let you be like a fly on the wall. You're going to hear they're not going to even have a clue. That they're giving away all their secrets. Do you not think that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever? Amen. you got to have this something in your spirit saying, Oh, but if God be for me, who can be against me? Amen. I know when the word of God is spoken, I'm not going to shrink back. No. I'm hanging on to that word. For I don't care how he does it, but he's going to do it. Amen. We don't limit God. Amen. Amen. So he says, you shall hear what they say. And afterward, your hands shall be strengthened the mercy of God. I love that because even when he's already been previous with us and has told us, okay, here's what's going to happen. And then the war kicks up. Then the warfare kicks up. Then all, you know, death all around you, defeat all around you. And you're trying to hang on to the word for some, right? Let me tell you, God says, listen, 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 I'm going to send you down. I'm going to give you a dream. I'm going to show you what I'm going to let you hear. I'm going to speak it to you in a vision. I'm going to send someone to God. Doesn't, he doesn't need our help. He's got unlimited resources as to how he can get to us and how he can do this. That's why we don't limit him. But he says, I'm going to let you hear what happens in secret for them because it's going to encourage you and then I'm going to cause you to get up and go now. Yeah, got, we've got to apply this to exactly where we are right now. So you shall hear what they say and afterwards your hands shall be strengthened. Go down against the camp. And so he goes down with this servant to the outposts of the armed men who were in the camp and the Midianites and the Amalekites and the people of the east who were all lying in the valley as numerous as the locusts. Talk about a spirit of intimidation trying to be released against some people. Hmm. They were as numerous as the locusts. In other words, everywhere you turn, well, I'm losing friends, I'm losing losing people by the minute. What's going on? People are are choosing a different side. They're saying, you're a little too radical. You know what, just settle for defeat. Admit that you lost, admit this and that. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Are we on the same page? Yes, it's like the army around you is increasing. I don't care. Because with God, we're a majority. Come on, if he said, you have too many men. But Lord, do you not see the size of their army? You have too many men. Go down to 300. You have too many. It's powerful. I need you to see the inside. I need you to see what God is saying right here to us. He says, there are, all, there are so many. Midianites, the Amalekites. These are the, the people against them. These are enemies. He says, they were as numerous as the locusts. And it says, their camels were without number. So, so in other words, the picture here is what? The picture here is, though an army may encamp around me, yet I will praise the Lord. Though there is a whole valley, a whole vast army around me, yet I will praise the Lord. For God in one moment can strike down the enemy assignment and bring victory to you. Yes? Yes. Yes and amen. We got to know this and we got to not just know it. But we got to live it. It has to be in you. It has to be something that you live and walk. That's why when the Lord says, with that barley loaf of going down the hill, destroying the enemy camp, and I knew what he was saying. Stop putting your faith, your hope in man, and do not look at the signs of the times and think, oh my gosh, what's happened? What's happened is God is still working. What's happened is that God is working behind the scenes, and you shall see the salvation of the Lord. Nothing has changed. Say, nothing has changed. Nothing. Because my God is the same. He's eternal. He remains unchanged. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's, let's look at uh, verse 13. And then when Gideon had come, there was a man telling a dream to his companion. So he hears this and he says, I am have had a dream. To my surprise, a loaf of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian. It came to a tent, and it struck it, so that it fell and overturned, and the tent collapsed. And then his companions answered and said, This is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. Into his hand, God has delivered the Midian and the whole camp. They themselves knew this is nothing other than the hand of the Lord. This is God, Gideon's God. This is, we can't stop this. We can't change this. And here's Gideon, afraid. We know he's pressing, you know, uh, wheat in the wine press. We know that he's afraid at one point in the story. But God says, Go, I'm going to let you eavesdrop and you're going to be what? Strengthened and that people themselves in this dream they're like oh my gosh this is the hand of god we're not going to be able to come against this is god the same is god doing the same today oh yes he is righteousness shall prevail righteousness it is prevailing come on if, if the lord is telling me if he's been and i'm telling you it's been for a few a few weeks now the barley loaf That barley loaf. It's going down the hill. It's going to destroy. It's going to destroy the assignments that have come against the church of God that is standing for truth. If he's telling me, if he's saying this, then I know that I know that I know. We are hearing from the living God and he has not changed. We know that he never does. And so verse 15. And so it was, when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation, don't you love that? Not only does he hear the Not only does God allow him to hear the dream, but God allows him to hear the interpretation by his enemies. His enemy divulged the whole thing. They're like, oh my gosh, what's happening? This this has got to be the hand of the Lord. They're going to defeat us. And here's Gideon listening. Oh, we're going to defeat you. Oh, okay. And he gets strengthened. The love of God for you. Don't ever doubt. Don't ever doubt. So he hears the interpretation and then he worships. He worshiped the Lord and he returned to the camp of Israel and he said, arise, here we go, Gideon, man of valor. Here we go, Gideon, man of God. He said, arise, for the Lord has delivered the camp of Midian into your hands. Come on, when he heard, and the question is, what are you hearing? Because when he heard, he spoke. And when he spoke, that which he spoke came to pass. So it's critical what we hear. It's critical what we allow ourselves to hear. And it's critical as to what we speak. Come into divine alignment with the word of God. Don't come into alignment with fear, with doubt, with negativity. Don't come into alignment. In the name of Jesus, and I take authority right now over anything that would have tried to bring a heavy weight of oppression over you, any cloudiness of thinking, any double-mindedness, any distraction, I command it to be broken off of you right now, not just at this moment, but continuously in the name of Jesus, come on, I want you to lift your hands up right now and say, I will not tolerate any demonic assignment, I will not tolerate any wayward thinking, I will not tolerate any demonic spewing, for I'm rising up today in strength. You're rising up today in strength. Yes. I'm rising up today in victory. Yes. You're rising up today in victory. The victory of the Lord. I am strong in him and the words that he has spoken are coming to pass. Amen? Amen. Amen. They are coming to pass. Amen. Yes. Are we not instructed to pray yes. and not give up? Yes. And not faint? Yes. So this passage of scripture that I'm reading to you right now absolutely applies to what I just said. But not just to that it applies to your life it applies to your life too. your personal the things that are happening the assignments of the enemy that try to come against you at work assignments that try to come against you at work assignments that try to come against some of you guys in your own homes or extended families right okay but let me tell you God will give you sight or he'll give you ears to hear for Gideon he gave him the ability to hear over here, even the dream that they had, and the explanation of the dream. And both the dream and the explanation was Gideon's opposers were going to be destroyed, and it gave him courage. And so, the same is true for you when you stand with God say, I'm standing with God for him, and I'm not shrinking back. The word says in Proverbs 21 21 He who follows righteousness and mercy. Finds life, righteousness, and honor. Okay, that's you right now. Say, I choose to follow the righteousness and the mercies of God. The righteousness and the mercies of God. That's what I follow. That's who I am. That's what he's deposited on the inside of me. So therefore, I'm going to find life, I'm finding righteousness and honor instead of dishonor God says you're gonna be honored instead of death he says you're gonna have life right instead of an unrighteous life he says I'm gonna bring you up I'm raising you up to live a righteous life a holy life before me that's a life that's filled with favor even in the midst of enemies even in the midst of opposition God says no 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 don't look at the Giants in the land I want you to keep right there he who follows I choose to follow Christ I choose to follow his his righteousness and his mercy. Proverbs 21:30. There is no wisdom, there is no understanding, and there is no counsel that can stand or come against the Lord. So I don't care what you may be experiencing ever you've got to know that you know when you feel like there's a conspiracy trying to come against you how many of you have you ever felt like wow this feels like a conspiracy it feels like there's just many people trying to come against you know but i'll tell you right now when you say oh but jesus but lord you said you are wisdom not only do you give wisdom you are wisdom the spirit of wisdom the spirit of counsel and the spirit of might amen and so he says there is no wisdom don't you fret children of God there is no wisdom there is no understanding and there is absolutely no counsel that's gonna be able to stand against me saith the Lord so when we seek God for his wisdom for his counsel for his understanding even though you may fuel the opposition say it has no leg to stand on it has no leg to stand on do you believe that do you okay so then say it like you believe that I believe therefore I will receive do you know that you receive what you believe i can sit here and tell you and clearly i really 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 believe it that's why i'm going to receive it that's why i am receiving it but for you you've got to be able to believe it because if it's just lip service and then you know what there's still some work god's going to do you ask him to do it for you because only by his spirit can we any even believe but you st- you should ask holy spirit Help me to believe that. Help me to really understand that. Help me to really walk that out because I don't want it to, to be just lip service. I want to know that no matter what, there is such, a, there is such a, uh, a, a final, just this comfort, this knowing. I know that I know that I know that I know that I don't care what comes against me. God's wisdom, which is for me, his counsel, which is for me, his understanding, which is for me, is, is greater than anything the enemy could try to do I am victorious and that's what I want you to know beyond a shadow of a doubt and that we do by the Spirit of the Living God he will and by let me tell you and also by the hearing of the word when you hear the word that's why it's so important look like we move in the spirit and we love the Spirit of the God we love the move of God's Spirit and it is the Living Word but we can't only have that and not have the Word. The Word, as we ingest the Word, as we eat the Word, and it becomes part of who we are, our DNA, right? I've told you before, when you look at the Word, let it, let it eat the Word. Like, let it come within you. Let it become so a part of you that you really can't, you can't separate. Because the old person is dead, right? So you can't separate who you are with the Word of God because you become one you become so one, so one with them, so there is no wisdom, something coming against you, oh it doesn't matter, why, yeah but there's, they're planning this conspiracy, don't you see it, you see the effects, don't you see it, of course we see it, doesn't matter, because there is no wisdom, say it with me, there is no understanding, yeah, there is no wisdom, there is no understanding, and there is no counsel, I don't care how great, I don't care how hidden, I don't care how secretive, I don't care how large, there is no counsel, that's actually against the Lord, that can stand against the Lord, which means against you when you know who you are in Christ. So the word of God is going to encourage you. It's going to strengthen you. Proverbs nineteen twenty one. Proverbs nineteen twenty one says, There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel is what's going to stand it's the lord's counsel so no matter what our plans might be whatever we think we say father we thank you for you it's your counsel that's going to stand for i seek you i seek him we seek him together proverbs fifteen twenty nine, the lord is far from the wicked but he hears the prayer of the righteous He hears your prayers. He hears the prayer of the righteous. Somebody needs to get excited that he hears your prayer. Somebody says, amen, I thank you, Lord. Yeah, the Lord is far from the wicked. We know that in Psalm 1, it tells us not to even receive counsel from the wicked, right? We're not to sit, we're not to stand, we're not to walk. Or in other words, we're not to take in the counsel of the wicked. There is a blessing for those that understand when we receive, we receive from the Spirit of the Living God and those that God has put in our lives that are walking in divine wisdom and insight. Not mixture, not compromise. And I believe that let me tell you, I believe in this day, where we live, like how we live right now, it's critical. Yes. It is critical. That we say, Lord, yeah. if I haven't already been walking a holy life, I choose to do so today. Yes. Yes. It's really, really critical. Yes. Do you know that by the masses, I see deception in the church. And you probably do too. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, we, we see deception a lot. Yeah. And it's really heartbreaking. It's saddening. And of course we pray. Hey, we're not pointing the finger and judging in a judgmental way. We pray. Of course we do. But at the same time, we recognize there is such an assignment against the church. Against the God. Against, right. against against God, right? It's an anti-Christ spirit. That's what's happening. It's what's been happening, but it's increasing. There's an intensity that's increasing. But see, that's why when we endeavor say, Lord, I see that, but at the same time I choose to walk holy. I cho- and I ask you to purify, to cleanse and to show me the things that I need to know because I want to walk as a sold-out lover of the King even if I'm the only one doing so. I know, Lord, that you have Gideon 300. You have your remnant. I know that. But even if I didn't know who they were and I wasn't in community with them, that I'm going to walk with you solely, 100%. 100%. 100%. Hey, what happened to a long time ago, okay? Martyrs being, people, Christians being willing to die for their faith. You can't preach in the name of Jesus. Don't preach in that name. Book of Acts. But throw you in jail preaching in that name hallelujah what do they do well I can't but help myself can't help myself he's basically said I can't help myself <laughs> we can't help but speak that name of Jesus we can't help but okay what's the point here long time ago people and I believe there's pockets like I said still to today but but the majority, okay, a long time ago, they were willing to die for their faith. They were willing. Persecution, well, so be it, because I love my Jesus. I know what he's done for me. And now, and now, you know, we, we, have, we have a governor that says, stay home and stay safe. Stay home, mask up, and be distanced, and stay safe. Thanksgiving with your family? Are you kidding? Christmas with your family? Are you kidding? Wait, it's 8 o'clock, you need to be home. And what happens? We have so many people that have bowed down to that spirit and they're thanking him. Thank you for keeping me safe, King Nebuchadnezzar. Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for keeping me safe. Excuse me, I don't think so. Is God, God, is he the same or has he changed? Do we have authority over sickness, disease, infection? Do we have authority over demons and powers of hell? But it's proven. This has proven what you actually believe, Church of God. So we must say, Lord God, have mercy on the church. Because I know we serve a God of second and third and fourth chances. And I'm grateful because we need it too. I'm so grateful. But what I'm saying right now is, guys, don't buy into the lie. Don't buy into the lie that they're trying to keep you safe. I don't buy it I don't believe it never did never will but what is all this this is this is what I'm saying there is no wisdom there is no insight and there's no counsel that's going to stand against the counsel of the Lord the wisdom of God and God's wisdom is yours for the asking he wants to cause us to be strong do you not realize the resurrection powers within us the power of God within us not to keep not to keep but to give out So, at the most critical time of your life, at any point in time, like critical times of life, is when you're really tested, it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna reveal who you really are, what you really believe. And for some that's been these past few months. Like, well, who you are and what you really believe. And the good thing is, is that God says, you know, you can ask me for the increase, you know. Yeah. If you feel like you haven't really been as comfortable, as bold, maybe there's been fear, you can ask me for the increase, says the Lord what did he say to Gideon he already said you're gonna have victory he already told him the outcome Gideon starts to see this mass army oh my gosh there's so many of them and there's so few of us Lord you told me to reduce that army now look like as if God didn't know right as if he didn't know and then what happens he says I'm gonna have you go down you're gonna overhear something that's gonna strengthen you and then you're gonna get up and do what I told you to do though that's exactly what happened, and that's what happens to us today. Yeah. For some of you that feel like, gosh, I kind of feel like I, I'm a little afraid, you know, I, or I'm a little bit, you know, whether it's confused or whether there's, there's disappointment or discouragement, whatever it might be. Maybe you're just tired. Maybe you're just tired of this whole thing and you just want it behind, be, beyond you. I'm just so done. You can't go there. Yeah. We're not done until God says we're done. Yeah. We cannot be saying, I'm so done. No, because you were never on the throne in the first place. You cannot say I'm done when God says I'm not. That's right, it is. So what do we do? Father, just like you gave Gideon yeah. that insight. That's so he knew exactly what the plan of the enemy was. Would you give us insight? Yes. If you need insight. Would you give us wisdom? Wisdom. If you need wisdom would you give us strength if you're tired let's lift up our hands today uh, father for some that are tired some just feel fatigued it's been a long time and not only fatigue but there's been a lot of division there's been a lot of loss there's been a lot of loss of friends misunderstandings separation of family members that just they're up there yeah a lot of disunity are just they're just so frustrated that you won't back down shut up and just take a seat junior and why you know there's just been a lot of and it brings us division right so what is that it brings sorrow to our heart it's the enemy's plan father you know exactly what's happening for each individual and what has been happening but right now we take authority over the spirits and the assignments from the pit of hell and we cancel them in the name of Jesus. And we decree they will not have a place in their life. And I decree, Lord God, that as you have started them with strength, Lord God, you're going to continue, Lord God, causing them to be bold, 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 because you're the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God, you're as bold as a lion. Innocent as doves. This is what the word of God says. This is who you are. So I speak over you right now the refreshing of the Lord. I speak over you right now the wisdom of God to fill you up. The sense of God right now with the mindset of God right now to know exactly what he is saying in this hour. You will not miss it. Because you're seeking him. You will not miss not one thing. Say, I'm not going to miss not one thing he asked for me. I'm not going to get to the finish line and say, wow, if I would have just hung on, look at what I could have had. Nope. Nope, you're going to receive more than you thought because he is an Ephesians 3, 20 kind of God. Exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all that you could have ever hoped, above all that you could have ever imagined, above all that you could have even ever asked for. I mean, the story doesn't end there. We do know that. He went out and he, he took, down those, he took down, down those idols that you know his father had built up. He went at night. Doesn't matter, at least he did it. Took someone with him. Doesn't matter, at least he did it what do you think is happening right now by standing we're dismantling the idols that are trying to be erected there are idols in the spirit realm they're trying to be erected many already have been erected but more are being added but by your standing in unity understanding having wisdom God says do you not have wisdom do you not have eyes to see I'm giving you eyes to see what's happening by you standing It's like Gideon chopping down those idols, chopping down those statues. I don't care if they've been here year after year. I don't care if they've been here for generations. I don't care. God says, now is the time that I've put you on this planet. So now is the time we're to stand together and do the will of God. So we continue to decree the word. We continue to walk in faith. We continue to not shrink back. And we know that God is faithful no matter what.